Hello, Antonio. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to do this interview. I know you're very busy, so I really appreciate you being here, especially since it's 8 a.m. in the morning for you. So how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, early bird gets the worm. Even on Christmas, it's always good to do some housekeeping, you know, that way I have uh, the opportunities to be with my loved ones and stuff. So I'm glad we can do this early. Get it out of the way. Awesome. So I wanted to interview you because I saw two different screenshots from you of a 5.5K total retainer. I'd like to get into that with you a bit later on. For now, I'd like to know what's your backstory? What were you doing before discovering and before joining the real world? So, yeah, I was, um, it's a, it's actually kind of a, uh, it's kind of a semi-common story that I've heard. So it was about, it's almost been a year since I've been in the real world. And it was about um, last December, I, I'm i in the military. So I have about a year until I out-process and, you know, my contract is done with the military. And uh, I've had enough of hurry up and wait. I've had enough of people pretty much, you know, telling me what to do. So I was like, man, I'll try, I'll try with this entrepreneurial route. I thought it was going to be some like crazy thing that only a select amount of people who had these secret codes that knew the, you know, secrets of the universe could actually do. But, but I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to take a bet on myself. And um, so I basically was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was like, yeah, this is the way to go. The way that the tax system is structured, the way that the lifestyle is for the people who decide to go and take a bet on themselves uh, would actually go through with it. So I uh, I heard, you know, Tate on a podcast and I was just like, you know what, it's 50 bucks, might as well. And I've always wanted to do something with writing because I've always been creatively inclined that way. and. I found the copywriting campus. I worked at it for about two and a half months. Like that's all I did was just like learn the patterns and learn how to actually create that mindset of an entrepreneur. And then I got a couple of small wins with some projects and then I got some bigger wins later. So that's how I pretty much started. Great. You mentioned you found out Tate about Tate on a podcast. So why were you drawn to Tate? What was it about him? And yeah. So it was a lot of the, the mindset stuff. And it was a lot of the observations that he made about society. Because I've said a lot of the same things before. But people would say, you're too Antonio. Like, that's that's too, you're, you're crazy. You're just, you're just too out there thinking. And so when I, when I, saw that he had like he was teaching people in you know his university in the real world i was just like fuck it let's take a bet this guy seems like he's right on you know i did a little bit of of digging to see what else i can find i found some other podcasts and i was just like you know what 50 bucks is 50 bucks if this guy is who he say he is in which you know i found out he was a four-time kickboxing world champion i was just like that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty good solid social proof and if he's having this lifestyle that i see on take confidential and stuff i said there's something to be learned right an opportunity of 50 dollars a month to be put 
in a place where <clears throat> you have other individuals who have made it, who are multimillionaires, and each of their respective uh, pursuits of knowledge is something that you really want to be in front of, right? And mm -hmm. I knew before, I never really took opportunity like like those um, by the balls, but I said, fuck it. Like, I want to be in a room with these people. And if anything, learn so I can genuinely provide value later on for the stuff that I learned, the experiences that I go through. And um, just really make sure I take this opportunity by the balls and just go forward with it. So you've joined the real world around that time known as Hustles University. You see all the options that are in front of you. Why did you choose copywriting? So I've always been really good at writing. Um, so I used to a little bit of like background, background before the military. I was actually um, on the path to medicine and I was studying biochem and I was in, um, I was in a lab, uh, the Walling lab over at uh, UCR. And my, my professor that was like overlooking the experiments that I was running for an internship, she said, you write probably some of the best stuff that I've seen. We just need to make it a little bit more mechanical with these words and this word, but you write really, really well. And I've always had similar um, experiences with teachers and people in general, right? Um, in my family or whoever has seen my work. And so I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to translate that into a living or uh, like a stream of income because I think it's rather profound, the, the written word, like, um, I, 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 it's even biblical, right? So, uh, you know, as God spoke, life became. And um, I, I think it's the same thing. Like you can write, you can even type these little fucking pixels on a screen and you can move someone's emotions. You can cause them to buy. You can cause them to feel your suffering or your in, enlightenment and enjoyment. So I always thought that that was beautiful and profound. And I think that there is a, really deep meaning to all of that and to what hu the human existence is. So I wanted to, you know, make sure that that skill was built up. And plus at the time, <clears throat> even though I make money uh, with like the military and some other side stuff I was doing, like crypto and all that good stuff before everything just fucking hit the fan. Uh, I wanted to consider myself broke. I wanted to consider myself poor because I wanted to build a skill set that I can take and translate through all realms of business. So that's that's pretty much why I chose copywriting in particular. Out of all the information out there on the internet for copywriting, why did you stick around in the real world when yeah, you could have gotten it all for free outside? So, you know, it's actually kind of funny is, um, you can't, you can't get it for free. You, you can't, you have to pay a price. If you really want to know how to like really move people emotionally. And if you really want to know how to understand the philosophies behind not just copywriting, but outreach to people through cold email, um, having the mindset of an entrepreneur, having the mindset of someone who's in this hustle and grind and trying to get out of the rat race, you really need to have this mindset um, and have these tools at your disposal. You can, Okay, so as I increased my, my my marketing IQ, 
as I increase my abilities to not just copyright, but also push beyond those realms and not commoditize myself, but, but carry businesses forward and increase my marketing IQ because of that. Um, I've realized that all of that free shit is just lead gen, right? It's just a um, lead magnet. So you eventually pay for these people's masterminds. You eventually pay for these people's services to just say, hey, fuck it. I'll just have them do the copywriting. So I started to get really annoyed by all that other stuff, right? I was already in the real world or HU at the time. Andrew hadn't made me an apprentice yet, and but I was still, you know, trying to figure what, what the fuck copywriting was because it really is a foreign language to people who don't know what it is. So um, I really had to make sure that I ingrained those pathways in my brain. And I was trying to look at other stuff, right, because... I consumed all the content and I was like rewatching it three, four times that Andrew put out the copywriting professor. And I realized these dudes on YouTube, LinkedIn, whatever, they're really just trying to upsell you on something. So I really believe in the whole value exchange. And for 50 bucks, all the value I got from Andrew and he was updating stuff and dropping massive knowledge. And then I made connections with the other apprentices before they were apprentices at the time make connections with other people that I still talk to today. And we have this value exchange. That was just, that was awesome. That was amazing. The culture really kept me there. And also just the value, the overload of value really kept me there, especially because like I said, these other copywriting people, um, like they're cool and they say some good stuff, but there is no deeper, there's no deeper understanding to the game that they put out and they do that on purpose. Right. So nothing good in life is free. And if it's free, you're going to pay for it in some way or another, right. Whether you're going to get bit in the ass or you're going to pay thousands of dollars for a mastermind course because they've been doing some marketing Aikido on you this whole time. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much why I stayed around. And could you go more in depth on the community aspect of the reward? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so what really, 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 really kept me was that there are people out there like me who are really trying to break this poverty cycle, right? Who really want to, who have recognized that there's a new way to make money. Old money is old money, but new money is fast. And it's out there for the taking. So having a place where people have like-minded individuals that literally, like, we pretty much joke the same, we have the same mindset, <clears throat> and we just boost each other up is really valuable. Because this is a lonely game, the entrepreneur space. I never understood, like, what that truly meant. I think, I think it was Jay Waller that talked about it. And I was like, oh, I guess, I guess it could be lonely. You have new problems. People don't understand, you know, you're thinking about business all the time, but to be in a place where people feel the same, you know, struggles and they understand how awesome the successes are and the wins are. And then what's also cool is, so the abundance mindset is pretty, pretty awesome. Like, not purposely holding things back like like i'll have some people tease me some things and i'll do the same thing but eventually i always tell everybody right because like arno also said 
in a, in a YouTube video he did. Holding all of that stuff is just going to clog up your brain. And to be in a place where people have free flow of ideas or they understand certain problems, or they even might have the situ or the solution to the problems that you're facing, just kind of creates a, like you, you dump it and then more awesome, crazy ideas come in or they help you connect the dots. And that's helped me have like epiphany after epiphany after epiphany. And then my growth just skyrocketed. Right. And I truly believe now that I know what I know about other masterminds and stuff, um, <laughs> I would never have been able to, and I full heartedly believe this, I would never have been able to break through in my journey and have as many like peaks and just constant epiphanies if I didn't have the group of guys that are in the real world and are active. A lot of these other masterminds and stuff, these guys aren't active and they're just there to take. They're not there to actually give back. So that free flow and brotherhood aspect of it is is really amazing. And it's very well needed if anyone's mm -hmm. trying to start up or if anyone's just trying to continue on. Have you noticed yourself cutting out old friends from before the real world and now spending more time with the people from the real world? Yeah. So it's it's very much how do i want to put this it's very much um i did cut those people out but it's also i don't blame them right so i know how those people can help me in my life i know like where to compartmentalize those people and i know what to talk to them about and what not to talk to them about right but those people are good for a fun time doing normal like going out and whatnot but like right now with hustling and with making sure that my businesses are taken care of and with making sure that i continue my progress and growth i have to keep those people to the side and i have to make sure that i'm more around like like everyone knows the saying you know who are the five people you hang out with the most or talk to the most that's what you're going to be like, right? That's what is going to be involved in your life. So really sticking and talking to people who are talking about marketing all the time, who are talking about their own businesses, who are, you know, getting out of the struggle. And also, this is super important, like people who are already out of the struggle is super important, right? Or at least they're on a different path in their journey because no one is really ever better than you. It's more of, and then, yeah, yeah that's up to debate, you know, competition is competition, right? In boxing, there's a winner, there's a loser, but it's all about who is furthest along their journey. And you want to make sure that you emulate what they're doing at the point that you're at and make sure that that helps you carry you forward. And so right now, that is for me, making sure that I put those people to the side who aren't on the path that I am and hanging out and talking to the people who are actually a little bit further or in the same place. And then learning from the people like Andrew, the copywriting professor who are out of it and saying, Hey, these are, these are the notes you have to take. This is the overall philosophy you have to understand and learn. And that allows you to adapt forward and um, not get left behind. Honestly, because if you, if you keep doing the same old stuff, you know, man, it's, 
history is doomed to repeat itself if you don't learn from it. So if you don't learn from yourself and you don't learn from your habits that have held you back in the past, what what makes you think that you're ever going to get out? So you have to have that mindset. And I would never have had that mindset without some of the awesome people that I know inside the real world. And how much time did you put into copywriting when you first joined? And has that evolved over time? Holy shit. I put in so much and I still do, even to this day. It's um so I tell a lot of the guys this in the real world. You really have to eat, breathe, and shit copywriting. That was the only way I would have understand and understand what I know now, especially on the greater uh, implications of marketing in general for businesses. There are there are hours you have to put in. You don't become a master overnight. An overnight success is not an overnight success. You just don't see the hundreds, if not thousands of hours that they put in to their work and their craft, right? So, man, I, dude, so let me, let me, uh, I'll tell you this. I told this to people. I'd wake up like at four o'clock in the morning. I would look at maybe a lesson or two um, from HU. Back then it was HU. Talk to some of the guys on there and study learn practice i do that for about two hours i would leave to go for work um you know because i'm in the military so i have duty i have to report to report in do that all day and then come home and just hit hu and copywriting hard over and over and over and, and send out my prospecting emails my cold emails study old copywriters study what's in the actual campus practice at least with fascination bullets at least like three or so a day and then make sure i at least write one one piece of copy at least make sure that i actually like have the craft because i knew i didn't have time right i didn't have i wasn't in the situation to have an abundance of time now my time is a little bit more free so i just jam-packed it with more learning and more um practices that are going to help increase my IQ and increase my abilities to copyright really well and uh, grow other businesses that I'm taking part in. But yeah, man, all the time, it's, you're always constantly working, even rest, even Andrew's told me this, even resting is working, right? It's, it's purposely working all of its work, but that doesn't mean it's bad. I've had a dude tell me, man, it sounds like you hate your life. Fuck no. This is the first time I could say that I've actually been happy to work constantly. Like I'm addicted to it. And, and it's kind of funny because, you know, I used to play video games. I used to do like all that kind of like leisurely stuff that you would do after work or whatever to relax. But that doesn't relax me anymore. What relaxes me is working on my business, working on Facebook ads, working on copywriting teaching some of the guys in the in the real world you know having this exchange of value that's what relaxes me now so yeah all the time man working all the time so it does sound like it's the friendly competition which has had a big influence on you in oh, which yeah. case how did the winds channel impact you so i i tried not to i tried not to look at it too often but that shit would piss me off. <laughs> I'd be like, how the fuck did this dude <laughs> close a 2K deal? 
how did this dude close a 1k deal how did this dude get a project instead of me and so it, it caused for a lot of self-analyzation which i think you really have to do in business and with whatever you do in life and it really made me look into what i'm doing and be like all right bro you got to cut this shit out you got to cut this shit out you got to make sure that you tighten up over here and really look at prospecting you can't get lazy or comfortable doing this and you got to make sure that you really push forward with understanding the philosophy of copy because your copy's ass like this kind of stuff you know what i mean so it mm -hmm. allowed me to ooda loop a lot better and ooda loop being so ooda loop is i forget what the actual acronym is but it's something that andrew teaches inside of the real world the copywriting professor and it's basically you see a situation and you attack it right you have a plan for it and then when things change you quickly find a new way to go about it find a new way to test things find a new way to always constantly build and constantly learn you're always constantly making sure that you're not stagnant and you're adjusting right you're always going to either improve or pivot and change so that kind of stuff is what really is what the winds channel and the OODA looping really helped me do because it, at the end of the day it's all on you right it's all on your efforts and how much you put forward with it and if you just sit there on the winds channel and go fuck fuck and you're just in this low constant state then man that's that's not that's not gonna that's not gonna help you right but if you use that power i think uh, tate talks about this as well if you use that power to get angry and you go fuck i can do better and you just channel that and push forward and look at yourself and look at then really 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 you have to actually think about what you're doing correctly and what you're doing wrong then which is hard too because that that makes you actually be what's the word truthful with yourself brutally honest even because you can bullshit yourself and and justify all this all of these things oh it's because i don't have time oh it's because whatever but uh i've i've heard this a lot too now as long as you have your health in check you can get out of your situation that you're in so using the winds channel for that and pushing yourself forward that's that's super important that competition is super important like for instance i know a dude who's killing it right now he was in hu and he lived in his car and now he lives in a super nice house over in thailand so i wanted to get him for an interview as well see that story yeah i'll, I'll connect you too thank you so now that you're on this trajectory in your life where do you see yourself in six months to one year so Six months to a year, I see myself being completely independent, um, meaning I don't work for anybody. Uh, I work with businesses, right, as partnerships, and I don't have to have a wagey job. I can work comfortably out of my laptop, out of whatever computer I have, and travel across the world. I've actually been able to do a lot more traveling recently because of all of this stuff and because of all the income I brought in. I also am launching a couple of businesses and I'll drop those in the winds channel as well. When, when that, when that gets up and running and um, in a year, I can see myself having multiple streams of income with these businesses 
and also never having to worry about if I have to work another like wagey job again because man that's just not it that's just that honestly that was <clears throat> that was something that I believed at one point everybody had to do but now I realize you can completely work for yourself and work independently. And as long as you have a good mindset and as long as you have a good work ethic, as long as you're smart and truthful and you're very good at analyzing what's going right and what's going wrong, you can just push forward and pretty much succeed in any endeavor that you go with. Right. And there's going to be some failures and stuff. I've had some, I've had some offers and stuff that are, completely tanked but you learn right there's in my book there is no failure you learn from it and now i know what to do better the next time so that's that's where i see myself in about six months to a year out of the military and pretty much completely independent great could you give us a breakdown of your current jobs so as i said i saw your 2.5k and 2k screenshots that's correct right those amounts yeah yeah. Yeah. So could you give us a breakdown of that and anything else that's happening? Yeah. So there was that client. Um, and then right now I'm in talks with uh, a couple of other people. We haven't settled on any numbers yet. So I'm not going to, you know, I don't count money until it's in the bank. Um, but I've also launched an agency. I've also launched um, several offers myself that I'm running through with Facebook ads. And right now it's a big, especially because Q1 is about a hit and people are, you know, it's the end of Q4 people already. We I've, I've set up some campaigns for uh, a couple of my clients um, and talking with them on setting up offers for the start of Q1 right now. It's just a massive growth phase client acquisition, as well as setting up people for Q for success in Q1 and Q2, and then going to analyze where their where their trajectory wants to be in Q3 and Q4 and just learning man just constantly learning helping guys in the real world and making sure that everything's set up for the new year cuz right now we're talking on Christmas so so I don't know if we if we reference that at all no we did not you only said at the start you kind of mentioned Christmas but no we are talking on the 25th of December because every day is work right exactly exactly <laughs> I honestly wouldn't have it any other way, man, which is a, which is a mind fuck. Even a year ago, if I told Antonio back then what I'm doing now, he'd be like, what the fuck? And a lot of it was trial by fire, right? I heard a great quote that I forget where exactly I heard it from, but it's, it's, I can only think and see as far as I can. And then when I get there, I can think and see further. So that's pretty much what it's been like that for me. Like, I never knew how to run email campaigns. I never knew how to, like, really captivate an audience. But then when I got there, I was like, holy fuck. Then I could do all of this stuff with this. And I know that Antonio a year ago would be tripped out. He probably would have been like, no way. Like, he, that's this is what it's brought us. This is what you've been able to do. I can't even like maybe maybe you maybe you definitely know this a month is slow in business time a month is so slow even a week feels slow to me you know like things can I've seen things happen businesses get created in like 24 hours 
And I've even launched offers in less than a couple of days, right? So yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Like six months, a lot can happen in just a couple of weeks, right? It could be that one email. It could be that one DM you send. It could be one one word, or not really, but it could be like a like a word you change in a campaign that hits the audience correctly, and then you just fucking go bombastic and everything goes crazy, right? So six months, man. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna, that's gonna be super interesting. We'll do a follow up interview at some point in that time and see how how you've been. I would love it, dude. I would. So to end off. For people watching in third world countries who are debating whether it's worth that money for them to join, because it is relatively a large sum of money for them, what would you tell them? I would tell them this, learning how to operate within the new world and learning a skill set that you can take with you and carry it through all businesses is extremely important. It is it is a large, so for people in third world countries, $50 US dollars is a large sum of money. But I have seen people go from a $600 a month salary in Morocco, which they told me apparently was high, right? To now they have several thousand retainer clients. And it didn't happen overnight. But as long as you genuinely hustle, you genuinely grind, you genuinely think about it, you can use all of that energy and put it into something. And as long as you're professional and you you really hustle and grind with it, you can put it into something that's going to pay you dividends later. That's going to change your life in the way that you see the world and the way that you actually just operate with businesses and the way that you look at money. Because right now, $50 might be a lot. But when you're when you close your first even $75, when you close any amount of money off of your skill, I always tell people that's amazing. And I know um I share the same sentiments like as well as with the other apprentices. Any any deal is awesome. $75, $50. Hey, look, you just made back your money from HU. Cool. I'll be there to push you and be like, why the fuck didn't you close them on a thousand? Then we're going to look and see why you didn't or where you came from, whether it was a scarcity mentality, whether it was, I just had no idea. All right, cool. Let's operate. Let's move. Let's make sure that we build. I want to see you get that thousand dollars. I want to see you get your first 10 K month. I want to see you get your first seven K month, all of that. Right? So when you actually are able to take your skills for $50, which is crazy. And I know a lot of the other campuses are doing awesome work as well. So when you're able to take that that money and turn it into more money or a skill that you can use elsewhere and help another business or start your own business, you're going to think $50 for all the value you get is just retarded. It's just like, it's the craziest thing that you could do, you know? So I would really say, it's worth it at the end. It's more than worth it. It's been a blessing for me, for sure. And this was great. Thank you very much, Antonio. Before we end the call, where can people contact you? So I have I have a Twitter that I've been a little bit more active in. I have 
an Instagram that I'm way more active in. Um, my Instagram handle is Marketing Titan. So it's M-R-K-T-N-T-I-T-A-N. Um, I'll be starting up a YouTube channel pretty soon, just kind of documenting along a lot of the things that I've learned along the way, because I'm learning from people who are way farther ahead of me. And someone like, I believe Arno and Dylan Madden, the professor, another, a couple of the other professors said that they wish that they would have hopped up on YouTube and documented their journey. So I'm not stupid, man. <laughs> like I'm going to learn, right? I'm going to be listening to what the people tell me to do and go forth with that. I'm also in the real world as a copywriting apprentice, dropping marketing and copywriting secrets that'll blow your mind and give you epiphanies beyond any others that you've had. And so, um, yeah, you could just find me there. Those are my platforms. So to clarify, Twitter handle is the same as your Instagram handle. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. It's the same. All of this will be in the description of the video. Let me know once you've launched, once you've launched your YouTube channel, I will add that to the description as well. Well, awesome. thank you very much, Antonio. I wish you all the best and I look forward to when I next see you again. Yeah, man, I can't wait for that follow-up interview. Also, Rokis, Merry Christmas, yes. man. Go take some Merry money. Christmas, Antonio.